yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Here with Kunem, one of the dopest yes, artists boy. I've heard in a minute. Kunem, man. I want to hear all about the album. You're going to have to I'm tell. Humbled. I'm humbled. <laughs> as, as you should. As you should. <laughs> well, but, you know, we got to we gotta let the world know what was the thought process behind right. this album because it's, 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 it's so well thought out. So, my first question is, absolutely, man, no problem. My first question to you is, the, what's your big why? What was your motivation right. behind doing this album? Right. Um, that's, a, that's an amazing question. I think the first answer to that is... Um, it was in response to my progression in terms of making music. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to do something better than I did the last time. I think that's the that's the easiest answer to mm-hmm. give. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Son of Abe out just before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned the pandemic for, for a very particular reason. Mm-hmm. But that came out before the pandemic. And naturally, you want to do something better than your last one. That's mm-hmm. why this... That's the fundamental reason this album came together the way it did. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic is important in this whole process because after I put out Son of Abe, I wanted to take a break from music for at least a year and just, mm-hmm. you know, relax, just breathe in and uh-huh. breathe out, take a breather. But uh-huh. I couldn't do that because yes. here was a pandemic and everyone was asking, mm-hmm. bro, I'm sure you're recording all the songs in the world right yeah, now because yeah. it's just a home, you, you know, you have all the time. I was mm-hmm. like... No. Yeah. I had planned to not record and that's where my mind was and my mind was locked. So I couldn't record. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. so it took me a whole, I literally had to develop a new way of writing music to be able to start, you know, um, gravitating towards the idea of liking to record music again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. quicker than I wanted to. Yeah. You know, naturally, if there was no pandemic, I'll have gone through that one year and just mm-hmm. relaxed and naturally picked it up again. Mm-hmm. Well, it was harder this time. Yeah. So I think developing a new way of recording music just mm-hmm. naturally mm-hmm. made everything more exciting. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of thankful for the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but short answer to your question I wanted to do something better than my last project that's the short answer so that's you just wanted to exceed yes and and, and surpass the last album that right. you did so it you know I, I I can see the the perfection mindset mm-hmm. just always wanting to outdo right. yourself right? right and uh I what I take from that too is that the pandemic, you had a lot of time to self-reflect, right? It seems like, because and, and cause as I listen to, to the uh, lyrics in this uh, album, it's very introspective. So is, is, is it from as a result of just being in the house by yourself and being able to really recollect and just bring all your thoughts together? Mm. And what, and, and, and is, was that like, kind of what stimulated the process behind this new album absolutely that was a big big factor um because yes there was a lot of self-reflecting during mm-hmm. the pandemic we all had that mm-hmm. there's no one that absolutely we, we had enough time absolutely. to do that um 
But I did that not with music in my core focus. I just uh-huh. did it because I was just literally at that point of reevaluating all my moves in mm-hmm. life, you know, trying to figure out what was good, what was mm-hmm. bad, what I should do different. Mm-hmm. If I had a chance to do okay. it different, because yeah. there was a time too that we did not know if we were going to survive the yeah, pandemic. It, yeah, was, it was really yeah. dark. Well, I mean, it was, it was looking real right. grim for a minute there, right? right? I mean, mm-hmm. especially with the imagery on, on, on the news, and all absolutely. the people in body bags, and absolutely. all, and, and, and then it was across the entire world. Yeah, You're seeing this and everybody locked down. I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen, right? And then there was no, no uh, vaccine for it. You know, it was dark. It, was, it, it really was. <laughs> it it was, really was a tough it time. It was dark. Well, I knew I wasn't going, like, it was, this was not what was going to take me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah. But at the same time, it just makes, it, it everything paused. It's like, yeah. okay, focus on what's important, focus on what's real. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, in connection to what you asked earlier, in terms of why you recorded the album, I said I wanted to outdo my last effort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my last effort, though, was pointing to the identity of an African millennial mm-hmm. in today's world. Uh-huh. That's what my last album tried to do. Yeah. So if I'm trying to outdo that, mm-hmm. that sort of more or less paints the picture of what this album was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If that wasn't vivid enough, this should be in your face, vivid, pure. It should be the purest version of that message I'm tr- I was trying to pass across and I'm still trying to pass across. Okay, okay. Um, so, so would you say this is a continuation absolutely. of that album? Absolutely. Okay. But just on, on a different um, dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. I, <laughs> I like that. dimension. Which means it's, 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 it's all in synchronicity. It's flowing together, but just at a different level. I like that word. That's one of my best words in this world, synchronicity. Synchronicity. I, I love that word. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. yeah. It's, it's great when things line up mm. in synchronicity. That means it's like, because it's, synchronicity is a huge part of music. Right, right. Everything being in sync, right. Right. all the instruments, right. Right. along it's a metronome. with it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. along with your voice to everything. Absolutely. So coming in synchronicity, right, right. So that's that's amazing. Interestingly, well, this is a sidebar, but if you listen to how Park uh, delivers his his verses, uh-huh. his punches land on the the beat mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the, the drum drops. Mm-hmm. If you really listen, mm-hmm. if, if, so if we're talking about synchronicity, yeah. someone that literally did that, I don't even know if he was, if he was trying to do that, but the way uh-huh. he wrote, uh-huh. the delivery just landed on the drums at the end of every mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. line that he spoke. Yeah, but that's a side Yeah, yeah, side yeah. Ball. Well, you know what? <laughs> if you're talking about Pac, you're talking about one of the greatest artists of all times mm. in this hip hop. Not only in hip hop, but just in music in general. Yeah, One of the greatest artists. So, you know, uh, man, and uh, it still felt till this day, right? Absolutely. His impact is Absolutely. still felt until this I day. I mean, he has kids to, to this day from, yeah. um, you know, from Eminem to Kendrick Lamar yeah. to Exhibit. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's. He's literally being replicated over uh-huh, and over uh-huh. again. Like his style is what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's, that's the fact that, that you mentioned that 
just lets me know <laughs> the mindset of your artistry. You seem to me like you are an artist who wants to be uh, relevant 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, your content. Right. And, and judging from your content that I've listened to, you know, I feel as though this subject matter was relative 20 years ago, right. and it's, it's relative today, right. and I feel like it'll be still relative 20 years from Absolutely. now, right? Absolutely. Just listening that. listening to, yeah. to the album. And what, what are your thoughts on that? You are spot on. Um, I, is, I that, is that the mindset, how you write music? Absolutely. You write it to, to be like a, to stand the test of time? Well, I will say that's, that's how the eventual product ends up being. Mm -hmm. But most times, to be honest, that's not my mindset mm -hmm. in, 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 the, uh, in that point in time. Mm -hmm. um, my mindset when I'm trying to write a record is to try to convey my emotions in the most vivid and the rawest form possible. That mm. if I was feeling sad at that point, uh, and I wanted to write a record about it. I wanted to show somebody what was going on. Mm -hmm. If you listen to that record, you'd be bawling tears. You'd be, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you'd be, yeah. you'd be yeah, sad yeah, yeah, just yeah. as I was. Yeah. If I was happy, um, I'm also trying to capture that experience in that same way. So when you listen, yeah. hey, yeah. It's, yeah, you know, or if I was thinking about something, if you know, whatever it was, yeah. that is always my thing focus. It's mm -hmm. not the easiest thing mm -hmm. to do. Um, but that's what I always uh, strive to achieve. Mm -hmm. Once you do that, though, mm -hmm. then it becomes stuck in time forever because yeah. human emotions are human emotions. Yeah. Um, same thing, most to a large extent, same things that made people mm -hmm. happy in 1985 mm -hmm. are the same things that make mm -hmm. people happy in 2032. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that doesn't necessarily change. Yeah. Maybe the, the context changes, the story changes. Well, human emotion will always be the same. You're happy, you're sad, yeah. you're disturbed, you're, you won, you lost. Uh -huh. you know, same things. Uh -huh. I'm just telling you mine from the way I'm seeing it, the yeah. way I'm living it. Okay. And you're going to be able to relate to that. Nice, nice, um, nice. Today, tomorrow, yesterday, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or whenever. Yeah, and it seems <laughs> to me, just listening to that, just that, that raw emotion and and putting out what's coming out of your soul, what you're feeling at that moment. Right. It's authentic. It's real. And like as I said, you're saying it passionately from your soul. Right. And it's, and it's, 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 it's not fabricated. Right. It's real. It's how you feel. And that energy comes through the vibration. Mm -hmm. Correct? And I, I think in music, that's how your fans and your audience connect to you. Right. Con and connect to... Uh, let's say, for example, you know, we have artists that millions of fans connect to them, and right. I think it's out of that raw emotion, right? Right, Absolutely. out of that raw emotion. So, is that is that is that how you connect to your fans? It's just creating your music when you're feeling whatever you're feeling at that moment. You do that type of record. Is that how you you connect to your fans? Absolutely, absolutely. Because and I, I, you know. Just trying to connect with people, hanging mm -hmm. out with people, uh, having conversations with people, you know, mm -hmm. making friends, losing friends, going through the emotions of life more mm -hmm. or less. Mm -hmm. You figure out and you find out that 
human beings have very similar experiences. Yeah. Very yes. similar. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. it's amazing how similar experiences are. Yeah, I agree. So if I can capture my experience in the most vivid way, mm-hmm. chances are there are, you know, 800 million people out there that mm-hmm. have gone through the same thing. So mm-hmm. they will easily relate. Easily relate. Yeah. There's no, you know, the, I don't even need um, a PR team to, to mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I'm hiring a PR team. Anyone here? <laughs> hey, hit me up still. But... That's a plug right yeah, there, Yeah, but I don't need a PR team to communicate the essence of the song. That's already done. Okay. Because anyone that listens would be like, oh, man, dog, I feel you on this one. You know, mm-hmm. it'll bring back memories of mm-hmm. events you went through that trigger mm-hmm. um, a recollection mm-hmm. from what I was saying, from uh, recounting my own experiences. Yeah. And that's just yeah. one of the great things about music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, what brought you to music? Like, what was your first experience with music? What's the first time you fell in love with music? Can you remember that experience? This like, is what made you want to create music. Because I always, like, want, like, that's, that's one of the things I always want to know about my favorite artists. Like, what was their, that, that one experience with music that made them fall in love with right. and want to start creating their own music? So what's that? You can you can take your time to think back. I don't know. Maybe this you is, were no. four or five years old, and you know, absolutely. <laughs> this this is an amazing question you just asked. Yeah, this, this is. I love that question. Um, I remember one of my earliest childhood memories was me as a child. I think I was like four years old. I was, mm-hmm. you know, is is an early memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sick and my mom was trying to cheer me up. Mm-hmm. She was trying to, you know, what do you want? You want to you eat this? You want this toy? You want mm-hmm. chocolate? You want? I was saying no, 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 no to everything. Mm-hmm. Then she said, do you want to listen to some music? I said, no. She was like, no, I'm going to play some music. She, she played, she was going to play. So she went ahead and played Bonnie M. Mm-hmm. You have his record, uh, Bonono Knows. Uh-huh. And she played that record, and I all the while she was trying to play it, I was saying no, I don't want you know I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay here. I was not feeling. Yeah. She played the music. I was like, what is this? And I fell in love with that record. Yeah. yeah. So that you know, just connecting my love for music to that. That's one of the first um, childhood memories. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it was that record. Yeah. Um, but then again, moving ahead, I come from a family where my dad was really into music. We had like records of Bob Marley, uh-huh. of Bonnie M, of ABBA, of yeah. um, everybody. Yeah. Um, like, you know, in vinyl and all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had that link to music. My uncle put me on to Buster Rhymes, even if he didn't mean to. <laughs> Buster Rhymes, um, one of the one of the greatest artists of all yeah. time. I mean, listen, I don't think too many people <laughs> can really compete with Buster Rhymes. Like, imagine Buster Rhymes in a versus. Who would, could you Whoa. put in a versus against a Buster Rhymes? Because Buster Rhymes has hits. And not only that, but his live performance, I mean, forget about it. No, he's a legend. Buster's is definitely a legend. <laughs> so it was Buster Rhymes, 
Serious, I think is the what's the what's that record? This is serious. This, this can make you delirious. You should have a healthy fear, fear of us, cause too, too much of us is dangerous. dangerous. Oh, it's dangerous. dangerous. The name of the record is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, the only time you is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name, yeah, yeah, the name, yeah. the name of the record is dangerous. Uh-huh. So my uncle used to bump that record, and I just liked the record. And yeah. you know when he. You know, when he goes to college, was in college, uh, sneak, sneak in his room and go, you know, put the tape in and, and play the record mm-hmm. and learn some of the lyrics and all that. Yeah. So that was my first connection to music. You okay. know, interestingly, I never thought that I would ever, ever be making music. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to look at people that made music like... You know, angels, like gods, like, oh, you can't make music. Like, oh, man, you're, you're amazing. Um, I, I had this friend, Jerome, we're still friends. Mm-hmm. He used to write music. He was a, he's still a bad badass rapper, mm-hmm. um, an amazing rapper. Mm-hmm. He used to go to the jam sessions. And this is for, fast forward into like when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, I'm in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Jerome used to go to jam sessions with the, um, the most respected rappers in mm-hmm. my city. I'm talking Jesse Jags, mm-hmm. talking M.I. Abaga. These are currently these are like legendary characters yes. in African music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jerome will battle these folks. Like battle freestyle and you know I think he'll win sometimes or at least he'll sh- he'll shake the ground. Mm-hmm. So this was the person I grew up with. They were neighbors. Uh-huh. So I just look at him oh man he's so great. So the first 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 record I ever made was with Jerome and I was I was just scribbling rhymes I'm not proud of those <laughs> rhymes right now but they were you just were in training right right and and, and to, you know going back to your question initially I was just I've always been a fan I've always been a student of music I just loved it I used to print out lyrics to read mm-hmm. so that at that point I was just doing it for the love mm-hmm. I didn't you know, things have changed since then. I didn't yeah. have one message I was trying to pass. I was just, mm-hmm. I was just having fun. I was, I was mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was trying to rhyme. I was trying to see if it, yeah. if I could do something. Um, and what helped me was my dedication to the art. I loved the the, the music so much that it became hard for me to produce something that mm-hmm. wasn't on par with everything I had consume prior mm-hmm. so yeah wow that's amazing <laughs> man that is an amazing answer right there I love that I love that man I love that so great project like <laughs> I said man I mean just a, just an amazing project um, what's the message that mm-hmm. you're that what's the what's the overall message right. you think that you're you're uh you're you're sending out in in the, in this message right. to the entire globe. What's the message that you hope that everyone receives from this new album right. more than anything? Because I mean, it's it's just so much great content on that album. You know, it just I just wonder, like, okay, what what are you? What is your your, mm. your message? You hope or the impact you hope that this album will have on mm. the world. And to the art, to your audience and your fans. Mm. First, the the project is a. Uh, I mean, it's titled Full Circle. 
one of the reasons I titled it titled it full circle is because I feel that I'm at this point where I've rotated 360 degrees I've seen most things I don't want to say everything because you can never see everything correct I've seen most things about the world how it functions who I am how I fit into it and I've mm-hmm. come to this point where um, I'm learning seen of experience now i can contribute now mm-hmm. i can speak with authority because mm-hmm. I, I know where i'm coming from um and i've always seen myself as um a figure that is a model that people can look to and use that for inspiration to get mm-hmm. out of their own situations yeah um a point of contact, if you will, mm-hmm. um, point of reference. Mm-hmm. So this is that record reporting back mm-hmm. to all those people saying, you are great. Search for your true history and know where you're going to and approach it with the mm-hmm. utmost confidence. Yeah, And you will be where you want to be. Especially Africans, mm-hmm. African millennials. Yes. And um, at the same time, when I say African millennials, I don't, I don't necessarily mean that everyone from the African continent. You're talking about the entire diaspora. Yes, everyone of African origin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, there's legendary status in you. There's greatness in your yeah, blood. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, that's, exa- yeah. that's, that's, that's what was coming across to me. It's just like reminding you of your greatness. Right. Your history. Right. Right. There's a great deal of pride that I, I, I sense when I'm listening to this right. album. And it right. gives me that type, of, that type of energy and that type of vibration. That's why I wanted to ask you that question because I wanted to just see if that's where your mindset absolutely. was. And it absolutely was. And I think percent. that's very uplifting, very, very motivational. Right. You know, because we need albums like this that are unique, mm. that are timepieces, that are work of art, mm. right? And, and that come along at a time when, uh, when it's needed. Like when Moses came and parted the Red Sea, right? <laughs> right? So mm. it's just it's just refreshing to to hear an album like this, you know. Absolutely. And uh, so, are there any? Uh, what are the plans for for you for the future? What what should we expect from you in the near future, distant future? Tell us a little bit about your plans on how you're gonna. Uh, right strategize and move forward yeah absolutely i mean the album is more or less a a conversation continua Uh (laughs) i'm not gonna say conversation starter because i said that on the last project that started the conversation or at least you know uh created the groundwork this is Mm -hmm. a continuation of of the conversation so communicating Mm -hmm. to everyone of african descent that there's greatness in your blood. Yeah. Uh, we need to look back to why that has to be communicated. Like, what happened? Like, why does someone have, have to remind you that you're great? 
That's exactly. You know, that's, exactly. that's something I missed there. Yes. So uh, it's it's a restructuring, re-education. I agree because um, it's almost like everyone else. Uh, they just step into their greatness as they're born, right? They don't have any limitations on what they feel like they can accomplish because they've seen someone that looks like them accomplish these great things just all across the board. Right. But us as, as Africans, uh, it's like we're waiting for someone to tell us that we can be great. You, or you're not, <laughs> yeah, it's you not know. a level playing ground. Yeah. The world is already tough enough. Yes. But if you're not starting from that level playing ground mm-hmm. to, you know, um, approach the problems, then yeah, you, you you have a mountain of problems. So Absolutely. The, the, the first um, challenge to surmount is your confidence, mm-hmm. your identity. Those mm-hmm. things should not be. They should not be things that you're running up and down to figure out. Exactly. But we're in a space where that's happening. That's I mean, every everyone sort of goes through that process. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have people, um, you have Africans looking at African Americans as others mm-hmm. and different, mm-hmm. and vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have you know, it's just yeah. all over the place. We're not. Yeah. Um, so I think the central question is. Who are you? Where are yeah. you from? Um, do, do you know that you are great? Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. can answer those questions, mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. search for the answers to yeah. those questions, I think we'll start yeah. unifying yeah. to some degree. Yeah. And I also like to point out that my message is not a message of, of hate, because mm-hmm. uh, some people kind of go the same angle and at a certain point they turn it into hate mm-hmm. for the other exactly. races, the other that's no, not what no, I'm no. trying to say. I'm just saying know who you are yeah. so you can better function yeah. in society and contribute exactly. to society the way you exactly. should. And that way you can start to actually change things. And yeah. that way we can all move past um, the problems of the past and start attempting mm-hmm. to solve the problems Absolutely. of the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's just it's just you know, you're motivating you're motivating your people to right. uh, to elevate. Exactly. To you know to um, to uh, take the reins in their own hands, you know. Right. And um, and just 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 be who they want to be, right? Absolutely. Un- and just unapologetically, you know. A hundred percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Apologize. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unapologetically, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, you know, as Africans, we we always have to explain ourselves to Absolutely. people. Yeah. You know, right. especially, you know, others that don't look like us right. have to, having to have to explain ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So even going back to when you said a moment ago, I'm not even trying to be racist. Right. Right? Right. You know? <laughs> Spot on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's, it's a mental condition. Right. So, do you think anything? Because this is like because this this album is is like a a, a master's degree session. Right. It's this is I like, like this like is that. like above. This is like mm. uh, next level. It's like graduate studies. Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's that's how I'm listening to this, and I'm starting to get that mm. that thought process. Like this is like a a master level education and it goes back to what you were saying earlier and then I think that um, we haven't been in charge of our own education would you agree? Oh my goodness 
So this is like this is uh, why your yeah, like your did, album is like did you uh, know, classes in session. Did you know? Did you know Mungo Park discovered River Niger? Uh, river Niger is a nine is a river in Nigeria that has been in Nigeria since Nigeria was Nigeria. But, <laughs> but, but somebody but else discovered somebody it. Came, just were, just like using uh, just river. like Columbus discovered yeah. America, right? When when he got here, the indigenous were already the living land. here. Well, we didn't know this that was were teaching them how to live off the land, right? Right. <laughs> people were fishing in that river, bathing in that river, mm-hmm. drinking whatever they were doing mm-hmm. from that river, but exactly. they didn't they did not know it was a river. Until somebody mm-hmm, else came mm-hmm, and said, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. a river. They're like, Oh, thank you mm-hmm, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I bring that up because I learned that in, yeah. in, in, in high school, mm-hmm. maybe even in college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It wasn't up until college, I mean, I studied yeah. sociology, urban sociology, yeah. that my professors were like, Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is, you know, why, you know, question that. Yeah. Sociology teach you to question things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but that's what's been taught, even till today. Yeah, it's even been taught, today. That's the curriculum until yeah. today. So yeah. uh, it's, it's interesting that you bring up education. Because um, it ties in and it correlates. It correlates. Absolutely. There was something... Uh, uh, man, there was something... Um, I, I don't think I want to mention it, but it was okay, something okay. that yeah, somebody sure, said. Yeah. We don't want to get you in trouble <laughs> now, so don't no, mention no, no, it, right? But there was something somebody said about the numbers... And how, um, and I don't want to get into conspiracy land, mm-hmm. but it was saying if they teach you the numbers, mm-hmm. they can change what's in your head. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh! yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. But, but, but on, on, a, on a more serious uh, level, you're not going to let somebody else tell your story. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell it whatever way they, like who knows your story better than you know your story. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm not. I, I mean, I'm the biggest advocate for education, uh-huh. but it has to be um, a balanced kind of education. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it cannot mm-hmm. be all foreign education. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where is where where is the history of you know of of your land? Yeah. Where yeah. are the gods? Where you mm-hmm. know in terms of Yoruba culture? Where is Oduduwa? Where is Obatala? Where, where are yes. those people in? In the history of of your culture, yeah, um, even the maybe not the gods now, the regular people, the the figureheads, mm-hmm. or the the breadwinners, mm-hmm. or the tribe leaders mm-hmm. in your society. Mm-hmm. Why are those people not? Mm-hmm. Why are we learning about the Mark Forsen Constitution, the Clifford <laughs> Constitution, and all that? Stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are yeah. important, but. We're learning that and not nothing else. Yeah, um, I, yeah. African culture has to be elevated to where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna do it for us. We're the ones <laughs> I, that I agree. Gonna, yeah, that's that's the thing. So, why I brought that up about this is not um, an assault on other races. Mm-hmm. I have to a large degree. I'm I'm not here to blame anybody. We're in 2020. I'm here to evaluate and say, this is where we are. This is mm-hmm. what we need to do. What we need to do is upgrade our own narratives. Yeah. You know, own mm-hmm. our own destiny. Mm-hmm. There was this song Nigerian Prince that said, um, we could reposition the ship, mm-hmm. um, bring back the legacies to the shores of Benin or something. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to say, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mm-hmm. said something like, um, 
uh, forget, forget all that you've lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of don't dwell on, you know, of course remember why you lost them, but don't say, oh, I lost this because of that. I don't have anything. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look to the future. Yeah. This is now. What can you do though? What can you do now with what you have, your resources, Absolutely. and the problems you have? The problems are monumental problems, mm-hmm. serious problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. if we can't start looking <clears throat> towards the future, there's no way we're going to solve those problems. Okay, nice. Wow. So if I'm hearing you correctly, all right, because I'm going to go back. So so <laughs> if I'm hearing you correctly, because I try to dissect things and analyze things and get a, right. a true understanding of right. what it is that I'm hearing. So the victor always writes his story, right. correct? Right. And so when a people are conquered by another set of people, right. that that set of people, the conquerors, usually write the history of that nation right. that they conquer, right? Right. And oftentimes, they're not going to tell you uh, things that will uplift you, right? Like your history, right? You know, because if a man knows where he's coming from, then he'll know where he's going. You have a sense of pride, right? So it seems to me as if you have analyze this entire uh, debacle or dilemma of the African diaspora, not only on the continent, but throughout the known world. Right. And you've assessed everything and you've drawn your own conclusions as to what those things from the past and, and how they've affected us and brought us to where we are today. But you're also uh, trying to navigate and put together the uh, forecast for the future right. in the blueprint for how, how we need to move forward. Right. Is that is that what I'm that, gathering? That is spot on. You, you're you're marvelous. I should probably have written that down. Yeah, the itinerary for the future, like what is what are the next steps? And I'll be I'll, I would be wrong if I do not mention at this point that large foundation of this project was built on the work of Professor Ali Mazuri. Uh-huh. Um, he's a professor of philosophy. Is from he, he's a Kenyan. Uh, I can't remember if it was from the University of Kenya, but he was, I think it was in Colombia here too, mm-hmm. in the States. I mean, he's traveled around the world, right. a renowned professor. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually is the voice that opens the project. Wow. He's the one that um, introduces <laughs> the premise of this whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, and while recording the album, honestly, you know, like midway through, you know, it wasn't, um, wasn't from the start, but it was kind of from the start too, because mm-hmm. I've been, my dad put us on Ali Mazuri when we were young, when mm-hmm. we were like mm-hmm. still in primary school. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching that documentary for some reason though, um, towards the end of the pandemic, I picked it up again and watched mm-hmm. the whole series mm-hmm. and it's called Af- uh, Africa, the Triple Heritage. Mm-hmm. And he was coming at it, analyzing Africa from the fact that Africa has 
three dimensions. Uh, the Western influence, which is, in terms of religion, that's Christianity. Um, the Middle Eastern influence, in terms of religion, that's Islam. And the traditional African culture and religion. Yeah, yeah. So two are foreign to Africa. <coughs> One is... Well, and why is it that the other two are more dominant than Africans' own... Right. Uh, <laughs> teaching right. and theology and right. philosophies, right? right? Because Islam is like very big in Africa, especially right. when we talk about further in north, Africa, yeah. right? And Christianity, forget about it. Like, right. <laughs> I just think that, you know, um, this album is, is really, really just uh, ahead of its time and, and just really, really... Uh, it just really captures like uh, and embodies the thought process that I think we should all be having collectively. Absolutely. And let me let me hinge on this very point you just finished. Uh-huh. Um, on one of the records on there, I talk about the image of God. Uh-huh. I say, did you forget who you are? Mm-hmm. The image of God. Isn't that ironic? I listened yes, to that exactly. song earlier. Exactly. I, and I heard, and, I, and I, it was, it, that song stood out to me. And I, yes, a great song. And it, it ties into exactly that, what I just touched on, correct? Right, 100%. So if, in the Bible, it's like, you know, it's, it's written there that, you know, let us create man in our own, in our own image. This was God talking to the angels. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so if mm-hmm. you were created in God's image, um, we should have access to that same level of authority and power, mm-hmm. and not connect that. No, not a connection to who God is mm-hmm. through the eyes of mm-hmm. the image and the mm-hmm. likeness of your own fellow man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do touch on on that topic. Um, but more from a from a general point of view mm-hmm. that says, okay, if you really made it in the image of God, maybe you've just forgotten who you are. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, this is a good thing about art. When you, when you come at it from a from a level that's open to a lot of interpretations, you you advance um, mm-hmm. the ideology. You know, miles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by miles um, the actual approach to writing that song was to dig into the history of who the African is yes second history has been destroyed yes because you know they called Egypt and Kemet the land of the gods right and, and you right. want to know something interesting is that they've tried to replicate and rebuild that pyramid numerous times <laughs> the japanese even tried oh, yeah really and like, and, and yeah. they failed every single time miserably right because this is a very advanced level it's of crazy. mathematics that it takes to build a structure like that to last throughout eternity right. because you're talking about the great pyramid has over 1,200,000 blocks of stone 
the Great Pyramid, 1,200,000 stones. Okay, this is that's perfectly cut. Right. Okay, perfectly cut. And right. the 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 stone that weighs the, the one weighs the the weighs the the lowest amount is two and a half tons. And if you know math, you know two and a half tons is five thousand pounds. So you have at least on the lowest end. That's the lowest one, right. five thousand pounds. Right. But you have one million two hundred thousand of those stacked up on each other, stacked up on each other in right. perfect alignment. Right. Right. Because off just a slight degree, and it crumbles. So it had the, the precision of the architectural design has never been seen before. We've lost that type of right. level of mathematics in this world doesn't exist. Right. So just that in itself is, is truly amazing, Absolutely. right? You know? Absolutely. So that, that that's always really just been mind-boggling to me. Oh, so it's great, it's great to hear artists that can that can come and stir up that type of thought. Right. Right. Right? right. Because you're you're putting a different level of energy. And, and what I'm gathering is almost like the creator, the supreme deity, the supreme God, who is even working through you well, to bring this music into this realm right here, this physical realm. Because it was you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because after I make this, you know, it might sound, <laughs> it might sound, um, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to sound nice or mm -hmm. like you know connect this to some higher form mm -hmm. power or whatever but the honest truth is that after i create these records the moment i i finish and i hit stop on record i become a listener as well i fall mm -hmm. into the seat as everyone else i don't want to listen to oh because mm -hmm. some of it is some of it i don't know where it comes from mm -hmm. of course some of it is my experiences but there's no reason why i i'm in a position where i can condense all these experiences in mm -hmm. such a clear-cut manner. Mm -hmm. Look for the instrumentation that, com that communicates it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no explanation to all of that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, some of it is just um, messages that have to be heard and I'm the one that's saying it, period. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I think, I, think, I think that's well. I think that's well said and well, just well put. I couldn't have said it any better than that, you know. Right. Man. Well, yeah, you asked the question earlier in terms of next steps. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, community building, awareness building, mm -hmm. putting batteries in the backs of people. One of the major reasons that I do this is I want people to be able to walk in a room and feel proud of what they're doing. Yeah. Be proud of themselves. You know, mm -hmm. have the confidence to approach another man. Yes. Um, and shake his hand and say, oh, how are you? My name is, you know, Nkrumah, Kwame Nkrumah. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of my exactly. name. That's my name. Exactly. Um, that kind of attitude should never die. Uh, so that's one of the major reasons I do it. Mm -hmm. um, people should be able to see and learn and say that, oh, I can do that too. Because mm -hmm. if you can't, Picture it in your head, bro. It's never gonna happen. That's right. So the as level, a man thinketh, so he is. Exactly. So the level of information and facts you're open to is, you know, is is 
how wide your um, your mind would, would grow. There's a famous mm-hmm. saying that <laughs> that honestly the saying changed my life. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I can remember it. It says um, your life shrinks or expands in proportion to your courage. So not the only it will not even stay the same. It will shrink. Yeah, yeah. If you lose courage, <laughs> it will shrink. Bro. Your life will shrink. But if you become oh. more courageous, it will just continue right. to expand. Right. You know what that that just ties into fear. Absolutely. Fear. Because fear is the killer of dreams. If that's a devil, fear is the devil. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, it cripples. <laughs> It right. really, truly does cripple fear, cripples. Right. I think once that, once we can get past our fears, we can truly start experiencing living life on on, on, on our terms and on a level that, that we see fit. Right. You know, people fear so much, right? Mm. They fear what other people think about them especially, right? Like, I think that's a fear that, like, is one of the most predominant fears is people fearing what other people people think about them. Tell me about it. You know? it's, it's the worst. It's the worst going on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's the, that connects to the presentation of false images. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you know, social media people are presenting images to you that uh-huh. they're happy, they're doing this. Everybody uh-huh. has a problem, first of all. Yeah. My own concern is that people take that and they digest it and they gobble it all mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, like, oh mm-hmm, yeah, this person mm-hmm, is doing mm-hmm. great. And they start Mm-hmm. Comparing themselves to mm-hmm. false equivalences, things that yeah. do not even exist. Yeah. And you try to put yourself on that same uh-huh. level. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, you've forgotten that you should be running your own race and uh-huh. building uh-huh. up your uh-huh. own self and experiencing uh-huh. your own experiences, mm-hmm. failing mm-hmm. and winning and learning. Yeah. And yeah. You leave all that and you're yeah. chasing something that doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a problem in our society today. Yeah. Um, some of this will cut through that noise, but yeah. <laughs> not everyone will get the message. So I, so I hope I hope people do, and it's not just me bringing mm-hmm. this message. You know, there are multiple, la- I mean, layers of, of people messaging. Mm-hmm. People have been talking about this kind of thing mm-hmm. for, for, for a while. Yeah. Just the only one. Yeah. So yeah, hope, yeah. hope you get the message. Yeah. So it sounds to me like, okay, like, and this is what I'm grasping. So that's my, that segues me to my point. Like a part of the mission and one of the subset goals was to help alleviate and help some of your fans eliminate that fear. Right. A lot of the fear that most of us have within us because they're a common fears mm-hmm. right just right. being able to get rid of those and and stand in your truth and stand in true bravery and confidence right. and and continue to expand Absolutely. expand your world expand your greatness Absolutely. step into your mm-hmm. who you who you who you've always been which is a great Absolutely. african giant right Absolutely. african king or african lion african god i couldn't say it better that's uh, that's I can't even add anything to that. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, if you're you know, if you coward, then that's 
you're never gonna know until you go. Yeah. Most times when you go, you be like, oh wow, yeah. this is it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so there we have it, guys. So there we have it, guys. That's it right there. I think that's a great way to end this interview. It was just summed up perfectly right there. So you guys, you guys heard it right there. Um, great interview, Kunam. The new album out. It's gonna. It is a fire album, Man. family. I mean, family food across circle. the diaspora. This is food for the soul. This is music to feed the soul. Mm. This is the music that stands the test of time. This is not that fast food music that is just regurgitated the same garbage over and over. No, no. These are jewels. These are African diamonds. This is African gold. This is that African cocoa. Mm. This is that red African soil huh that's that beautiful African queen which we all come from that queen how can we not pay homage to the queen because without the queen the king doesn't exist right Right. Right? so congratulations on the new album we're looking forward to more great projects in the future Kuna it was an honor it was an honor to interview a great African it God. A, it was an honor to be interviewed by you, and I appreciate you so much. Yes. Yes. Let's All get right. it. All right. Let's get it, baby. Full circle. <laughs> full circle. Mm. Coming back full circle. <laughs>